Welcome to another episode of Minorities Report, a year in Marvel. I'm Antonio Alcazar. And I'm Tegmore. So we're happy to announce we finally have a Patreon. We've got a Patreon. Hell yeah. yeah I'm happy for, for it. You know, hopefully it'll take some uh, little bit of workload off of your, your end of things. It doesn't really affect me that much, but it affects <laughs> you a lot. Uh, you can find us at patreon.com slash minorities report. And there's a couple of sign up uh, little bonuses for people who wanted to help support us. Right. Uh, there are a couple of episodes from before we started Minorities Report, not last year, the year before that. Yeah, because last year we started this. Uh, but the year before that, we were talking about doing a podcast, and we recorded an episode for uh, the movie The Lighthouse, and we recorded one for the movie The Joker. Yeah. And both of those episodes are going up with the release of the Patreon, along with... The episode for RoboCop that the, I didn't put up? The Lost episode. Uh, no. So, well, no, the, the I reason, mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. Yeah, the reason I, I don't yeah. say the Lost episode is because we recorded RoboCop. It was a really good episode. It was really fun. Uh, and then I lost that episode because uh, I accidentally didn't port it over. It was an SD card issue. That was my fault. And then we re recorded uh, RoboCop. And then I only liked that episode, so I didn't post yeah. it. Uh, that's the episode that we're putting up on the Patreon right. for people who were just like, well, I'm going to listen to it anyway. Okay. Well, you're getting, it's going to be available. <laughs> It'll just be on the Patreon. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, from time to time, we'll also do some other exclusives and things like that. Oh, we're, we're going to start doing, um, well, new mo- movie modern, too. modern yeah. stuff. Yeah. So as yeah. movies uh, start coming out, we're going to be reviewing those and putting those exclusively on the Patreon. But, uh, so far, everything that you've gotten won't ever be behind a paywall. So the year in Marvel episodes will still be. Available everywhere, and um, the regular Minorities Report show will be available everywhere. None of that's going behind the paywall. The only thing that's going to be exclusive to the Patreon are these uh, little lost episodes and then the the modern movie reviews for when new movies come out. And I think, you know, how much... how much stuff we cover is going to kind of be up to you guys. You know, if you guys, if you guys just like uh, listening to the free stuff, the free shows that we put out, we'll probably, you know, mostly keep it to the free shows. But if you guys want us to cover things like, you know, the new Lord of the Rings show, the new Game of Thrones stuff, you know, that kind of stuff. Well, you know, that's going to yeah, take a lot we'll of see. our time. The, the time right? is really the thing so there. If, and, and we really want to uh, cover a lot of that stuff uh, right. because... We uh we enjoy doing this, but what we've found over the course of the last almost year now is that a lot of this uh, a lot of this takes uh, time. That's the most valuable resource. Yeah. And so, and it's not even the talking about it so much as as all the back end work of it. Because I mean, we could podcast for a full day for like seven hours talking about all the different shit that we enjoy, mm-hmm. obviously. But then you know somebody's got to fucking edit it. Somebody's got to put it all up. All that <laughs> yeah, shit. Yeah, you yeah, know, there's so a lot. There's a lot that goes behind this. Right. And so far, it is a very very small team. Yeah. Uh, right now, it is three of us. Yeah. And um and and I'm carrying the entire the majority of the workload and so uh we want to do it more uh we're putting up a patreon in case any of you guys want to help uh that money will go to um hiring an editor and uh hiring people to uh take care of more of the back end work for us yeah so that uh we can just you know you don't have to worry about we front ended all the equipment shit like i know a lot of podcasts are like well we need some money because we're gonna fucking buy new mics and new this and no no we don't need any of that the reason our podcast has sounded so 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 good yeah (laughs) from the beginning because antonio is a fucking maniac (laughs) because i decided to go all in on podcasting equipment Uh, so. before we even had anything, but that was a little right. bit of insanity on my end. But yeah. but it, I, I think it paid off. But I think uh, it, yeah. I mean, I we get a lot of compliments about about the quality of the audio and whatnot, even for as small as we are, which is pretty fucking awesome, you know. And much props to Antonio for that's for being a bit of a maniac to make this <laughs> as good as it is. Because I mean, I'll be honest, I'm just a pretty face on here. He does uh, <laughs> more of the work than I do. I mean, the research usually is my end of stuff, of course, but yeah. but the heavy lifting is mostly done by Antonio. Anyway, yeah. So if you want to uh, help us out, that's uh, patreon.com slash minorities report. And we'll have a link on today on the, on the, the post for this right. uh, episode. And so today we are doing something that this is the first time we've been able to do this. Yeah. Uh, new movie release by yeah. Marvel. So it's been a while, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, oh, and also just, I guess, to that specific thing, in case there's anybody with questions. 
Uh, we will, if it's a Marvel movie, still be releasing it on a year in Marvel. Yeah. So yeah. that won't be behind a paywall right. either. Uh, like today's episode for Black yeah. Widow, and then the ones for uh, Shang-Chi, for Spider-Man, and for uh, The Eternals, those will all be. In theory, you could probably look forward to, since we're, uh, you could probably look forward to maybe like one special film per month or something of that nature that yeah, will be on the Patreon. at least, yeah, for sure. But it'll be, you know, different things that aren't Marvel related. It could be a DC film. It could be like, uh, well, it probably won't be a Fast and the Furious film, but like a James Bond film or whatever's, whatever's like coming out in the this theater year, yeah, for that's sure. interesting and like... Like probably, when Dune 2021 right, comes exactly out, we'll that. go watch that shit. Or like yeah. a Christopher Nolan film or some shit. Yeah, Things yeah. that are in our wheelhouse we'll probably cover and it'll be on there, yeah. so... So uh, we watched uh, over the weekend Black Widow. Yeah. Um, did you get any cool previews before the film? Uh, I mean, not really. What What did you see? We got, you know, because I'm not a preview guy, so yeah. a lot of these things oh, are yeah. brand new to me. That's, this is when they um, force it on you. Huh? Right. And I like to show up late, so I get to miss most of them, but I did <laughs> see a preview for Venom 2. Oh really? Uh, yeah, I didn't see the preview for Venom. They didn't have that one. Oh, so have you seen a preview for it? Uh yes, I have it, seen a preview for it. it yeah, it looks like a Sony film. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. it looks. It doesn't Which look you bad. Love. Oh, you love those Sony films? Right? I do. I do like uh, <laughs> this. I I liked Venom One. Yeah, uh, Venom I'm, One was such a fucking hot mess. Man. It was definitely a good movie. It was fucking terrible. I'd probably put it mid tier with most Marvel films. <laughs> um, you, you know, probably not as high as like the Conjuring universe, but uh, <laughs> like somewhere somewhere up in that neighborhood. You know where uh, it's it's it was a decent movie. Um, you know, and we'll see where Sony goes from that. That was like their first venture in like, we're going to fucking, you know, kind of do Marvelization with some of these. You know, over the weekend, uh, Kevin Feige implied that uh, Venom might be making an appearance. In the- oh, I wouldn't doubt it with, with with a shadow of a doubt. I wouldn't. I would put money on. Uh, what is his name? Tobey Maguire? No, not Tobey Maguire. What the fuck is Spider-Man's name? The Lux. actual character who plays Spider-Man. Tom Holland? I, I, could, I would put money on Tom Holland making a guest appearance at Venom. Oh, yeah? yeah at some point in time. Yeah, that's interesting. I could, I mean, I could easily see that, and I could see them start to becoming more of like a willing, Spider-verse willing to work with each other. Because it's I would like love both to of see, them make money. Yeah, even, tons of know? money. But uh, what I want to see is, because Spider-Man has such an enormous uh, section of the Marvel uh, universe just for himself, I'd love to see all of that be mm. handled together. So, like, yeah, and Morbius was coming out, and yeah. Morbius had some uh, references to... Far from... Or, no, Homecoming. To Homecoming. Yeah, specifically Michael Keaton's Michael in the movie. Keaton's in the movie. Yeah. is the vulture. So, it is in the same universe. Yes. And I really got excited about that idea. The yeah. idea that, that Tom Holland maybe doesn't have to be the main character in a lot of stuff, right. but that Spider-Man's around. I yeah. love that idea. I agree. Yeah, yeah. But otherwise, I didn't get to see any any good previews, man. Yeah, I don't even remember that. the rest of them. a lot of, of little kid previews. Yeah, we had that one. Dude, I thought that Good Guy movie came out like five years ago. So we had uh, another yeah, preview for that. A friend of mine that I was with when I saw this movie yeah. said the same thing. Like, that movie's <laughs> been coming out for like four years. <laughs> right, and I get it, pandemic and all that shit. But that doesn't look like a movie that needed to be delayed because of the pandemic. You could have probably just put it out last year yeah. and it would make just as much money as it's going to make this year. Yeah, which is whatever. zero. Zero. Right, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. There's going to be like 25 people that go to see that movie specifically. So. I'll tell you what, though. It was, it was a little um, exciting to be sitting down at... Yeah. theater and then the had Marvel you gone to thing. the theater since pandemic yeah yeah yeah. oh okay yeah. so you've seen a couple movies I, I think i've gone three times this, okay. this was like my fourth time going back since okay the pandemic. Yeah. yeah i think i've as gone as soon as i got my vaccine dude i yeah. was like dude i missed the theater i'm going back and I, godzilla versus kong was the first one that i saw coming back okay yeah. so and that was because actually a friend of mine had uh rented out a theater for that one yeah so i think i've only seen one movie Oh yeah. Since and I saw it was called like The Hollow Man, which was a horror movie that came out last year. We me and Sarah went to go see it. But the la- I'm trying to remember the last movie I saw bet- before Hollow Man was oh, did we go see Empire Strikes Back? Cuz I think they showed Empire Strikes Back one weekend or something like that. We went to go see the I went to see that with my son. But yeah, it's been slim pickings for me to go to the theater and whatnot. So, yeah. you know, it was yeah, I agree. It was definitely nice to sit down and see Marvel kind of kicking another into entry gear. into the real yeah, big. Yeah. You know, the I was thinking about that today, uh, not today, uh, last week. I'm sorry. Before I went to go see Black Widow, like I don't know. You know, clearly, like you are much more the Marvel fanboy on this podcast than I am. Sometimes. But I, I, I feel like, like I shit on Marvel more, and and you praise Marvel more. Yeah, it's weird like that. We go back and forth. Yeah, with it. it definitely. But I gotta say, I've I've really started to come to. 
appreciate Marvel. I guess that's the the right comment to make. Not like love Marvel, but appreciate the fact that there's gonna always there's going to be relentless additions to this universe yeah. that are at least par i don't want to say subpar uh-huh. or above par okay. but par and the yeah. tv shows have kind of proven that sure, yeah. so and now we're getting movies and tv shows that, and cartoons so i feel like there you know sometimes i i consider just the brief amount of time that you've lived a little bit more than i have you know yeah. 10 years i feel like counts for some amount right uh, but and, unfortunately it's not been 10 years okay nine years whatever the eight fuck, years huh? but you know shut up dude you're fucking ancient <laughs> but what i'm, I'm saying is it's funny because you grew up in more of a landscape where unless you were this massively successful movie, you were forgotten about entirely. And I grew up in a landscape that was a little different because there were just more fine movies that you can go and enjoy. Whereas, like, before, if you weren't some big movie that did a thing that had you recognized on some list, you kind of were just forgotten about. I'm very okay with the landscape of an all-right movie because, for me, it's like all-right comics or all-right TV. You go and you watch something you enjoy, and then you get to enjoy that a couple more times if you want to, and that's it. Whereas, like, I don't know, for you, I feel like you're getting into that now, right? Just based on what you said. It's cool that we're just going to have fine movies for the rest of time. But before, it was just like, that was a great movie or whatever. Like, don't even Well, I think part of the reason for that problem still today is, and I think it's even worse today than it was before, because, like... There's there's more stuff to consume now, so now it needs to be something I'm actually interested in, or I'm going to do for the podcast, or it can yeah, get fucked. but yeah, but you can. There's some expectation that it's going to be all right, you yeah. know. Production values being what they are these days, you have to be just a shitty writer in order to fuck something up. Now, are you going to have some Scorsese, Scorsese oh, level I see fucking what you're yeah, great shit? No, but you can that's make competent. I don't stuff think that's because. I think that's because Hollywood is more interested in the safe bet than the daring bet. And and I feel like maybe they're just getting very good at the safe bet. I feel like they're getting better and better at the I safe bet. I think that's you know what I think that's I think that's in all walks of life. I'm gonna this is gonna be kind of a weird comparison, but I was just thinking about this with the NFL. And huh. I know you're not I really a fan wanted of, you to compare this to the Horace Heresy again. <laughs> uh no. Uh, I know you're not a fan of the NFL at all, but yeah. like in my back in the day I wouldn't say I'm not a fan at all. In the eighties and in the nineties, dude, you had just straight up NFL bus. Yeah. Like Quarterbacks that were drafted high, running backs that drafted high, that came out and were terrible and were and they didn't they couldn't play in the NFL. Like mm-hmm. they were just dog shit. That is a rarity now. Like sure. more often a quarterback taken in the first round at least has a career that's like five, six years, is somewhat productive. Now you still have a one off bust, but like the number of like, like high end players. Yeah, like I don't think he was taken in the first round though. He was taken later. But like Really? Like, he wasn't what didn't he win like the Heisman trophy? Yeah, game? but but everybody knew that wasn't going to translate over. Oh, so like it's rare to have like a Ryan Leaf for like a you know, that's a deep cut that would where he was drafted before Peyton Manning. Yeah. And obviously you know who Peyton Manning sure, is, but course. you have no idea who Ryan Leaf Never is. Never even heard the name. Um you know, or like a Tony Mandrich for the Packers and stuff like that. Like more like scouting has gotten better like everything information has gotten better i think and because of that i think like yeah, technique every- is more ubiquitous it's right. more like it's it's more understood it's more taught it's more accessible yeah and the more that becomes the case the more access people have to being at least that good yeah and then the greats are still pushing that clearly yeah. but are at least that good has gotten so like concrete and formulaic and well understood that it's just you're gonna get a good product yeah. every time yeah you know like that's that's a good thing i think because i that means that i oh, less yeah. my i enjoy my time more often than i don't enjoy my you know time. what it might be we just don't watch the garbage dog shit that comes out why when there's so much fine stuff i mean right i think there's still garbage dog shit that comes sure, out for, but like we just don't watch it yeah. we don't pay attention to it yeah. because it's there's Plenty of other shit to like, watch. Well, I mean, this is going to make you angry a little bit, but like, I don't watch a lot of like that schlocky horror movie stuff because I just assume that most of that's going to be bad. Mm-hmm. It is. Yeah. Well, yeah. You know, I mean, well, I don't know what you're talking. And about. And a lot of the like, action movie shit, like that yeah. fucking like Good Man or whatever. You know, like I'm what not going to watch that. We just we were just talking about. Oh, that. I didn't see that yeah. movie. Why would Why would you go see? Yeah, that? I thought you were talking about that other movie that was something like that called like. Good Day or something like that. That yeah. fucking movie that's like a sidekick movie to like the John Wick series. Uh, Didn't you is see the, that the same universe? Yeah, like it's like a dude who was like. An oh accountant. no 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 nobody. 
Yeah, no, nobody. Yeah, 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 I like I didn't see that with, movie. with Bob Odenkirk. Yeah, I didn't see yeah. Because I, I was just like, I've already seen John Wick. Yeah, exactly. and so like, why would I go see this? <laughs> right, exactly. I was just like, nah, I'm not seeing this movie. Yeah, yeah. Like, I I didn't even see the third John Wick film, so sure. I'm just like, I saw I'm, the third one, John Wick film, and I thought to myself. I could have actually just stopped at the first. Yeah. The first was a cool one to watch. Of course, because it was then, out of nowhere. And then the too. second and third were just the first. That, to me, is why, like, I'm kind of happy there's only one Dread movie. For as much as I loved the Dread movie, sure, like, yeah. I just feel like a second Dread and a third Dread would have been this Dread movie, but just not as, like, groundbreakingly cool as the first Dread movie. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's very rarely do you have, like, the Raid and Rage Redemption, or sure. you know, two or whatever. Like, like that is, like... A rarity. You yeah. more often than not, you just continue the formula, make yeah. the formula a little bit louder, and then that's your next movie. Yeah. And it's not. It's well, like we talking but, about. But look at what happened with. Uh, uh, I think there are two examples of how to do it right, or there's an example of how to do it right, and an example of how to do it wrong. Right, I would uh, say Marvel has done it right. Oh, okay. Because they kind of are this as bombastic. I mean, save for their expansion into like space. They're just as bombastic as the one that came before, the one that'll came, come after it. They're not, like, pushing the envelope so much as they're just, like, giving you different characters. Yeah. Whereas Fast and the Furious started uh, pretty tepid, and uh, every, every one... Like, at some point, the world is going to crack in half in, that, in those movies. Dude, you know? someone who was telling me about Nine, I think, that just came yeah, out, right? Nine, and yeah. he was telling me about a scene where a guy like flies a helicopter or something like that and mm-hmm. Dom has to like catch him yeah. so he takes his car and there's like this huge like uh tr- not trench but what is that called like, like a, a canyon yeah a canyon, a canyon. Yeah, yeah. and he like drives off of a ramp with his canyon yeah. and then like hits this like rope that uh-huh. and spins his wheel so that it gets tied up in his rope and swings across the canyon and yeah. then lands on the other that, side of Oh his. swing off of the car? Yes. Oh yeah. that's great. Yeah, yeah that's so good stuff. I was like uh yeah, yeah. wow well, like I say, here's they the thing. Just, they just throw everything out the window with those. Fast and the Furious is Marvel. Yeah. It's just that their superpower is driving cars. No, but the, the, the reason that I say that it's a, it's a bad or it's a good comparison in the opposition is because uh, with Fast and the Furious, they feel like they have to make everything more and more extreme every time. Oh, so does Marvel. I feel, I, I feel like they're not. I feel really? Like they, Captain America 1, 2, 3. Uh, Captain America one two three. Yes, those were. I mean, Captain America. It got 2 bigger was just and louder a, every single episode. Cap, every single Captain movie. America two was. Just, I mean, Captain America three, sure, because it was Civil War. And, but and Captain two. America one and two, they were they were very similar power levels. I disagree completely. The first one is just about taking down this small like sector, one enemy specifically, the Red Skull. The second one is like crashing all of Shield, dude, and yeah, like the third know, one man. is like. Obviously, superhero Civil War. I think every superhero Marvel Civil movie, War they 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 went a little further with that me, one. Obviously, every Marvel movie has stepped it up at least a little bit mm. in, from film to film because you kind of have to. And I'm mm. not saying it's good or bad. You accept it more because you're a Marvel cinephile. No, no, no. But like I, uh, you don't, <laughs> I don't think, think there's such a thing you as a Marvel think Infinity cinephile. War is a step down from Endgame. Sure, but it's not. Okay. I don't think that they're uh, increasing how like bombastic it is. I what? think that they're just showing different parts, different things. I, I yeah. can't agree with that. I think Endgame is much more bombastic than Infinity War is. I mean, yeah, that's kind of what the story calls for. But like any of that stuff could have happened in the first movie in in uh, in Infinity War. Look at how big uh, the fight in New York was at the end of Adventures. Like that was absolutely massive compared to fucking Ant Man. Uh, you know, like they're not. It's just but that's because showing it's a team game. It's because they're showing Team different movie. parts uh, it's not it's not that the powers are any more crazy it's just that they're showing different characters some characters though do have that. crazier powers sure and then I they think, do right by I, them, think I think they i think you are completely misrepresenting uh marvel right now because what they do is they have individual films they have team-up films that's like those films combining into like they have a unique formula and then after the team film they'll reset back to expectations okay step one sure. again but then but, at the very least right yeah because uh, my argument is... Like Thor! At the very least, what I'm saying is, that is 
in opposition to what Mar or the what the Fast and the Furious movies have done, which oh, is man. just to increase. Because they don't. Uh no, no, that's not true. Because they've now started to branch off too. Because like Hobbs and Shaw was much smaller than fucking the Fast and the Furious mainline was films it? and stuff. Yeah, I thought that was like the end of the world. Type nah, it was that, that fucking super criminal guy. Yeah, that yeah, was yeah. The, yeah, I don't with I, Idris no. Elba, and he was like a superhuman. Yeah. Yeah, he was just yeah, a powered up dude and yeah, shit. Yeah. I mean, like that's like not, he had yeah. like taking a super soldier serum. Nah, that's not, movies were about racing cars. Uh, I, I that was like the first movie. That was literally <laughs> when I was twenty one came out, sure. man. Yeah, yeah. So like nineteen years ago, dude. At this yeah, point, right. so I but but if you look at like for instance, a great example, Thor, man. They're going to be flying around in the next movie. Thor one goes from becoming the leader of Asgard to like defeating this like huge threat that's like threatening to destroy. Uh, their city and whatnot to literally the destruction of uh, Asgard. Yeah. You're cr- fucking crazy. I don't All feel right. like the stakes So anyways, we're going to we're going to hit into Black <laughs> Widow. So this movie uh, kind of kind of a little jarring, obviously. Like, OK, so I got to talk right off the right off the bat here. You know what Marvel does terribly? Oh, no. And they need to stop doing. I might disagree with you. I don't care if you disagree with me. You're wrong. Their de-aging technology is atrocious, bro. What? Like, it has worked for one person, yeah. Sam Jackson. Okay. Uh, it okayly worked for uh, Robert Downey Jr., but it wasn't the same thing because they used uh, stuff from his old films when he was young. Because Robert Downey Jr. has been a movie star since he was, like, 17 years old or whatever the fuck, you yeah. know? And so they were Wait, able to use... Where in this movie did they do it bad? David Harbour. He looked atrocious, He looked bro. really good. I thought he looked phenomenal. I couldn't believe how fake it looked. No, no it looked like no, I was like, not at any all, person no. who looked at this person would be like, "Yo, is that guy a spy or some shit? What is with his fucking hair and everything? Like what? he looked way out of place." I didn't, I didn't even notice. You know, that. it's funny. You're the In first fact, you person know what? I talked to who's I, like not complained about it. Like every, like everyone else I talked to were like, "That's the like, worst part of the movie." Was I David thought? Harbour. I thought that they didn't even de-age him. I just figured that they had like cut him up and done makeup. Oh man! I didn't even notice that the aging oh, on either of them on her on him or on um what's her name? He's, I, I guess you just weren't paying enough attention, dude. Like, I mean, I, just, I was paying like, attention. He is like like he has no wrinkles and he just he looks way younger. Yeah, I, I honestly I just figured that that was makeup and a wig. Oh man, yeah, it, yeah. it works best for Sam Jackson, and the reason it works best for Sam Jackson is because black people age a lot differently than white people. Unfortunately, it's just a fact of life, uh-huh. and so like he looked reasonable for like the differences uh-huh. but like david arbor man he looked fucking bad no, i was I like he looked good i almost like i was like if i wasn't covering the podcast i would have walked out of the movie like that i was dude, just you're like, so fucking annoying dude you're the worst person to talk to you're the biggest troll upon that he looked fine yeah. he, i thought in fact no. i think he looked good because no. i didn't even notice look bad uh-huh. so that was definitely started off on a bad foot yeah uh started off on know, a great foot by the way yeah bad foot um yeah, so that whole uh that whole um like flashback sequence yeah. with uh, the, the two little girls and yeah. like the uh, that they were living, you know, like a, in a fake, yeah. you know, um, a family, you know, undercover. I, th- I thought that that was awesome. I, I oh. really loved that scene. Okay. Yeah, it was uh, it was a cool setup for, you know, because she had always, I guess, you know, like the the, the stories about uh, Black Widow were that she had always come from like this kind of like yep. spy life from she yeah. was a little kid. So I loved watching that. Yeah. Like that was that was done really good. It yeah. made it made me feel a lot of heart for those little kids. It was definitely poor from like a development standpoint. Like I think it would have been better if we would have seen Black Widow first and then her like remembering these time periods and whatnot. Because even my my old, my old lady who's a casual fan, she watches the movies. Like yeah, yeah. she just watches the movies. Yeah. She was like, "What the fuck is this?" And when David Harbor flips the fucking like thing out of the way, she was yeah. like, "What the fuck is that bullshit?" And I was like, yeah. "Yeah, he's like the Russian Captain America. We'll get to it." Like yeah, I had yeah. to like explain it to her. So like for a casual fan, I'm sure a lot of people were thrown off. Like, what is this bullshit, man? That's like, and yeah. so. That it was cool to have a person who is like out of touch with Marvel next to me yeah. to watch this movie to be like that but doesn't make any yeah. sense. So like I was watching this also with my girlfriend, sure, and uh, and she also likes all the movies. Yeah, obviously she's not like read comics or anything like that, but she has watched all the movies with me and she likes the movies and she was on board. You know, okay. like there was no there was no like confusion. Sure, it was just because Marvel is always introducing new characters. To be completely honest. I didn't know much about uh, this character, uh, the Red Rider. Red, Red Guardian. Red Guardian. Yeah. Uh, I didn't know much about that character. Um, I knew from the trailers that he was going to be in this, but I, you know, I 
vaguely yeah. assumed yeah. he was something like a yeah. Captain America, but I didn't know that he was a super powered person or super soldier or anything like that. So when he flipped the thing, I was just like, oh, cool, okay. So he's yeah. just got like superpowers. In fact, this is where I was just like, oh, is he like a mutant or something? Man, I really hope that he's like a fucking mutant or something. Yeah. Uh, but you know, he's just another super soldier. That's fine. You know, after uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, I'm just like, okay, so. Super soldiers just kind of exist. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they're not all as famous as Captain America, but they are here and there, you know. Yeah. Like you'll you'll see them from time to time. Yeah. Which I kind of like, man. I uh, uh that was another thing that this movie did. Uh because Black Widow was like this special, you know, agent thing that like kicked everybody's ass if you were on a human level. And then it turns out, oh yeah, there's a lot of operatives like this. This is yeah. just like a thing that exists in this universe. Yeah. I really do like how filled, uh, how like full and filled this universe feels, because uh, it's just like anything could happen really at any moment now. It does create a problem, obviously. Yeah. Like this world regularly creates problems for itself. Okay, yeah. Like explain those problems. Yeah, of course. They're probably not going to be problems. You're just blowing. They're definitely out of they're definitely yeah, problems I, that I you're willing to, to be like. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Sure. Okay. Like. The fact that the like there's no help from other characters is like extremely annoying. From like but, what like, other characters? Like you know, uh, I almost expected at some point like Chris Evans to show up. Like the fact oh, that sure. like these people have I like expected, these... I a little bit expected Iron Man to show up at the end. Yeah, yeah, and I like knew it wasn't going to happen because right. you would have heard about that. Yeah, but like when the thing was falling out of the sky, I was just like. Yeah. Is Iron Man going to show up? Right, yeah. yeah. And this, like, impossible, like, task man. Like, okay, all of these movies have these problems for me. Yeah. And if they don't for you, that's fine. I don't really care. But, like, yeah, yeah. ever since Iron Man 3, there's always been a problem of, like, Iron Man 3 is fighting against this, like, fucking mandarin character who yeah. can like shoot fireballs and shit like that yeah. and like and, he's like, and, like the president of the united states has been kidnapped yes and yeah. he's like struggling to fight against this dude like yeah. literally the hulk could just show up and flip this fucking guy in iron man 3 yeah no they didn't have iron man uh, the hulk for iron man of course 3. they did did they yes iron man 3 came out after the avengers. avengers because that's why like he has all the ptsd that he does sure yeah so. yeah but he he booked the fuck out like he was never really like a like a, a until I think not even after Civil War because he wasn't even around for the Sokovia Court. Civil War comes after a, uh, Avengers two though, where Hulk is a part of the team and just doing things. Oh yeah, you're right. He's a part of the team for that one too. Yeah. So and, like, like for for some reason Thor was around. You yeah. Know? Like, and they yeah. kind of like they kind of go well. We've got uh, Hawkeye and Ant Man in custody. So like they like create a reason why these people won't come to like show up, which is like okay, I guess. Like I, I yeah. don't know. Like in general, oh, yeah. Because at this point, Steve Rogers is like on the a run. fugitive. Yes. Yeah, because uh, they were all kind of arrested and shit yeah. like that. So uh, I didn't expect it, but like clearly, Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. is around. Yeah. and available. Yeah. and if the if the fucking thing is falling out of the sky, you yeah. think you'd show or like up and just vision. Be like, hey, what's going on? You know, or, yeah, or, or like, like vision, right? Like yeah, all these, sure. ca- especially because like okay, so if this was small stakes, like it would it would be like okay, yeah, but the stakes are literally this to, dude's uh, going to take over the world with yeah. his black with his widows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, and I guess. So, like, yeah, because Natasha reaching out to... General Iron, Ross. Yeah, Ross. Instead of reaching out to Iron Man. Yeah. That's the... That, I was just like, okay, Well, he, he, she doesn't actually reach out to him. She just turns, turns on her, on like, tracker thing so sure. that, like, he can track Yeah, him. I guess. So, Maybe she just didn't, you know... Right. And then he was just like, well, hang And we she, she kind of, like, fucked over uh, Tony, you know, at the end. Yeah. Of that. So, I mean, that's like... True. Yeah. I guess. Like, so... Oh, yeah, because this is where... This isn't, like... right a, after she allowed him to get yes. away in the Quinjet. No, because she's... she's They want to arrest her because she assaulted uh, uh, T'Challa. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. so... Um, it's... You know, like I say, it's not this like huge plot hole that I'm like, oh my god, I can't get over this. But it's always sure. one of these things in these movies. Like they're they're, they're you finessing have powerful around. They're like friends. They're, right. they're dancing yeah, around exactly, them the whole time. Exactly. Yeah. So um, that's why like Thor Ragnarok is probably like a lot of people's favorite movie because it's finally like you have these two characters that are like working together, and it makes sense that Thor and Hulk are kind of working together. Although it didn't, work- it really didn't make sense that Thor or that Hulk was out in space. Why? Because like, how the fuck? How the fuck did he get out in space? Quinjet. <laughs> Quinjet is not an interstellar vehicle. And it was Quinj- in the movie. No, the, the Quinjet was just a fucking... So, like... It's like a really like, high, high-powered spaceship, but they don't go into space. Yeah, like, I think... Yeah, because that's the same ship they take to fucking Thanos' world. What? Yeah. They take that same, like, Quinjet thing to Thanos' world in uh, uh, Endgame. They take the same no. plane. Yeah. Who takes the plane to Thanos? The Avengers to, to go Titan? kill Thanos. No, they are on the giant spinning wheel thing. What? 
Yeah. No, you're talking about you're talking about oh, Ebony Maw. No, winning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's an no, Infinity I, uh, War. You're, you're right. You're right. Yeah. No, that one. That's. I don't give a fuck. It's a jet. But it that's what I'm saying. Ma- that's what I'm saying. It for, doesn't for little matter. things like this. Yeah. Uh, you gotta just gloss over that shit. You know, just he ended up in space. Yeah, clearly. How did he end up in space? Who gives a fuck? He's I know. In space. But they're gonna explain why she has blonde hair in fucking Infinity. War. Like and they're the so clownish, right? Like why were why was she wearing the vest at the beginning? Who gives a shit? You know what that that reminds in me of uh, that scene the fucking hand dice the hand yeah, dice, the hand dice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we're just like so, here's the dice here's i don't give thing. a sh- i didn't never even notice those right, dice. right were those dice even there yeah exactly <laughs> like hey here's this vest that you i know you love this vest yeah. really there's no point did she like say she liked that vest yeah she also could have just bought it at a store yeah. i don't need to know where she got her fucking right. shoes at you know right. like you, yeah. don't, you don't tell me that very odd so um basically the story, you know, as the story goes, we're just basically we're set up with that Black Widow had this fake family. She grows up later. She's on the run. We kind of know where she's at because this takes place after Captain America 3, before Infinity War. Uh, and because she doesn't have any contacts, she finds out that this dude who ran the Black Widow, like, pro or not... I should call it the widow program because yeah. like her sister's a white widow, I think, or some shit oh, like really? that. So yeah. yeah, I'm pretty sure. And so the like red room, yeah, the red room guy. So Ray Stevenson is in charge of that shit, and she thought she assassinated. She didn't actually assassinate him, and she has to go and into. We found out what happened in Budapest. Yeah, because they had always like her yeah. and uh, Hawkeye were yeah. always just like this is just like Budapest, and right. it's like that joke that they just kept really yes. making reference to. So like finally knowing what that was, I was just like, okay, cool. Yeah. You know what that is? Huh. Rogue One. Yeah. You know, so. You know, but, okay, except for, instead Rogue. of, like, Rogue One, yeah. uh, it's more like A New Hope. Okay. Where A New Hope, they're just like, this happened. Because here, they just said, this happened. I didn't get an entire movie about what happened. No, there. I was going to say the difference, too, is Rogue One is amazing. So, but otherwise, other than that. Rogue One is um, amazing? As opposed to Black Widow. Uh, so, just because of that uh, really cringy um, Darth Vader scene at the end of the movie? Because otherwise, that movie is not amazing. Yo, there I was want like any there was person like a, who's in here, a minute and a half. Any person who listens to us, yeah. if you want to assault Antonio Alcazar, uh, I will pay you one hundred dollars uh, <laughs> for him referring to that Darth Vader scene that is arguably one of the best scenes in uh-huh. Star Wars history. Also, the most disjointed, supposedly fan service scene ever. Supposedly put on the cringe. Cinema. Like yeah. if you in the crowd think that Darth that Darth Vader scene is cringe. Do not sign up for our Patreon. <laughs> Do not continue hey, to follow us. You remember how Give Darth us a Vader star killed, almost took down an entire ship with his Give force powers, and review. then in, the, in like twenty minutes took later, took down an entire ship with his force powers. At the end of that scene, you know, okay. like he's just like carving through everybody, lifting people up, doing all that shit. Yeah, he's being a force yeah, user, and and then at the beginning of a new hope, he can barely walk. Yeah. So what? Okay. Well, I'm just saying, barely walk. What do you mean? I mean, he. That's not the same Darth Vader. It is the same. There's Darth one Vader. like super powered, goddamn super Saiyan Darth Vader at the end of Rogue One, yeah. and then like 20 no, minutes later, those continuity. Same. Those are both the same Darth Vader. <laughs> okay. Um, it's just filmed differently. Okay, so, sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, But I mean, just like Luke Skywalker carving through all the dark, dark troopers in Mandalorian, man. It's just fucking great, man. Yeah, he, it's those, are, those are the scenes. It's a little yeah. Cringe. I mean, like, kind of like the end game battle is fan service. That fucking Captain America gets Mjorn is fucking fan service. Any of this shit is fucking fan service. That's no. the point of these fucking movies, you clown. Wrong. <laughs> yeah, you're right. There's no way Captain America could have done that fight without Mjorn flying to him. He, he picked him up. He, he literally could have. You know what's great is, like, the <clears throat> scene where Thor's almost killed. He could have thrown his shield into the back of his head and knocked him loose, just like he thrown Mjorn into the back of Thanos' head and, and knocked what? him loose. What? The Mjolnir is much more powerful a weapon than the fucking I don't, shield, dude. Come give on, me a fucking break. Oh, literally fan service. Okay. Uh, and then not only that, he has to hold it for a half a second so he can get a fucking applause from the crowd. So, so this yeah, movie, but you applauded. I didn't applaud. The people around me certainly did, and they were screaming and shouting. Dude, and you were crying, like, guaranteed. Are we talking about the same movie? So, uh, and so she I mean, needs yeah. help. Basically, she needs help finding where this dude is. She sure. figures out that her old fake mom kind of knows where she's at. She hooks up with her sister, her dad, her mom. Well, and no, because... It so, doesn't fucking matter how they get together, but they all get together, yeah, yeah, yeah. and they have to go hunt down this Ray Stevenson character. I don't even remember what his fucking name is. And, uh, the Red Room guy. 
Yeah, Red Room guy. And I'm he, pretty sure that's his actual name. He has a henchman, of course, called Taskmaster, which is this unkillable robot that can tra- track exactly what you're doing and, uh, you know, uh, can copy what you're doing because it's got a fucking c- a computer program that fucking runs its brain. Well, right, exactly. <laughs> And so they find out that he's on a flying machine. That's where the Red Room actually is, and that's why they can't track him. The the thing that they made a huge deal over uh, leading up to this movie is who Taskmaster was. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of articles that were talking about who Taskmaster was. Yeah, Anthony Task. Awesome character. And they were there was a lot of like um, a lot of like speculation and oh who did they cast and is it Hawkeye? There's just a ton of stuff. And then in the movie, it was just like okay, Antonio. Yeah, because yeah. get it because his name is Anthony in yeah. the comics, sure, so it's yeah. like Antonio or some Antoine shit. Like, yeah, and, exactly. And some Antonio woman version. Yeah. Because it turns out it's nobody. It's, it's his daughter. It's, yeah, it's the yeah. guy's daughter. Who gives a fuck? That's just another. I, that's another one of those like dumbass red herrings where yep. like everybody's talking about. Oh, and then it's like, dude, just if you didn't make any fucking assumptions, just watch the fucking movie, right? Yeah. Like, do you want to talk? Uh, is it is it okay? Oh, we'll talk about that in a few minutes. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, and then, of course, she wins. Uh, she destroys the the <laughs> yeah. Red Room machine. And so, like, a few things that, like, really cracked me up about this. Like, nobody who created this movie has ever actually seen a grenade in real life or, like, how they work in real life. That scene where she straps all the fucking chemical to the grenade, oh, yeah. throws it in the room, and it explodes, and yeah. it just showers yeah, on yeah. the people. She's like, aren't grenades, like, supposed to be killy? Yes. <laughs> like, if and you like, threw a grenade into a room and it exploded over everybody's it, head, wouldn't the shrapnel get really Even if it was, like, a flashbang grenade or some shit like that, yeah. like, it would still send, like, shit into those people's faces sure, right there besides the powder. I and, think uh, that what she actually threw was a balloon. Yes. Uh, and then it popped? And, and then it popped, yes. I could see that, like a water balloon? Yeah, yeah that's what it like, was. Heads up, people! Yeah. And, like, yeah, you know. Yeah, because so. you're right. That that scene, she threw a live grenade, and it exploded <laughs> over everybody's head, and yeah. I was just like, oh, so they're all dead now. Yeah. And they're like, no, they just breathed in the gas. Right. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And, and so, like, leading up to that scene, too, like, the whole... Her, you know, so, okay, let's just talk about how we felt about this film, right? Because we're not going to go through these fucking scenes. You saw the movie. We saw the movie. This isn't our normal podcast. This is just a review cast. So what did you think of Black Widow overall? I thought it was good, man. I uh, I didn't think it was. I just want to make sure you said good. Yeah, I thought okay. it was good. So, like, it's not like I uh, walked away going, damn, another entry into the the annals of history you know like i i didn't walk away thinking that it was even top tier marvel i don't expect top tier marvel ever uh even going into a movie that is like um a big deal i don't expect top tier marvel because i feel like like with most movies top tier movies are few and far between they're kind of flukes you know like they're a confluence of a lot of forces it's not just a good director but it's a good team it's a good vision it's good uh script you know uh there's so much that has to go right for a movie to be like a top tier movie and so i never expect that if i get that i'm super happy but really what i'm expecting is another fun marvel movie kind of like uh like these like these shows that are coming out i don't expect loki to be the coolest thing i've ever seen i expect it to be a good fun show and uh so when i went into this i was just like okay i just hope it's not dog shit that's the only thing that i was hoping for I hope they don't, like, really shit to bed with this in a way that makes it, like, so I'm like, ugh, finally the first fucking Marvel thing that I don't like, right? And uh, and I didn't get that. I got, you know, very mid-tier Marvel, which, if you know anything about how much I've enjoyed the cinematic universe, I really have enjoyed. It uh, had, to me, a fun story. It had some heart. Uh, some of that heart felt a little contrived. Uh, but okay, you know, like they're fleshing out this one specific character story. Uh, I don't need, um, other characters in this one character story, especially for how, in quotes, self-contained it was supposed to be. But the, um, characters were fine. I I had an issue with some of the shaky cam fighting, uh, the director or, or whoever the DP was, uh, had, it was, it reminded me too much of like, early Jason Bourne where it was just like hard to make out what was happening, you know? And like, I do. And not in a good, I want to not say, in a good way. Not no, in a no, good no, way. No. Cause like the, the like pinnacle of doing shaping, shaking cam. And now why everyone does it because saving private Ryan. Sure. Yeah. They did that, but it, it was literally supposed to like, it wasn't supposed to be an action scene. It was supposed to 
like display the terror of like yeah. storming Normandy. Yeah, yeah. And like the only scene, the only scenes that have shaky cam are like the terrifying, like the yeah. scenes that aren't supposed to make you like enjoy the action. I, I, I want to see what's you. happening. Yes, exactly. I want to understand yeah. what's happening, especially right. when it's hyper choreographed fights like what Black Widow yeah. has in her like as far as her like action draw it's sure. the fact that she is like this very acrobatic Great fighter hand, yeah, yeah fighter. and so if i can't even fucking tell what's happening you're gonna lose me in some of those scenes and i was really especially excited about the taskmaster fights because uh taskmaster as a character is supposed to be like oh this guy's gonna go toe-to-toe with anybody okay cool let me see that in a clear way you know don't don't make don't obscure it so much with the shaky cam so that was a thing that i didn't enjoy as much but i liked um I liked all of the characters that I didn't know. So, like, I liked uh, her fake mom and her fake dad. They were they were uh, cool characters. The fake mom, less so. Yeah. I think that was mostly just because they, you know, they didn't give her enough screen right. time. And not as, not as, like, compelling an actress Yeah, either. yeah. Uh, what's her name? I know her last name I is Vice, her name, yeah. Vice, but, like, I, I forgot her, uh, her first name. But it's, it, that character wasn't as anything. It was a good, like, heartfelt cornerstone. It was an emotional cornerstone. But it wasn't uh, a good character, a good realized character. Uh, the the fake dad, he was fun, good actor, fun character. Um, again, the heartstrings were a little contrived, but fine. You know, like I wasn't uh, against that. I liked her sister. She, I feel like sh- she was a good addition to... Because uh, what, what she's going to end up being is uh, just a young replacement for her. Uh, because uh, I don't think... Black Widow's character is going to be in any of the movies. No, I don't forward. think so either. But I think... Uh, and, and because of the end credit scene, clearly we're going to see more of this character. Yeah, but I think it's not going to be as her. It's going to be like the Black Widow of the Dark Avengers. Okay, yeah, I'm fine. That's right. I'm fine with that. Because, yeah, they're doing all the Dark Avengers stuff. Yeah, uh, you got, clearly you got... What's his name? Yeah. Uh, U.S. Agent. I forgot his actual US name. U.S. Agent's but, in this now. Yeah, yeah for sure. And, and uh, she... So you're just gonna have to basically Valentina's in this now. Yeah, so. I could easily see them like doing like a Sentry esque character that's gonna be the replacement for Thor or for Hulk. Mm-hmm. And then I don't know if you introduce Ares or not. Maybe in the next Thor movie that'd be kind of cool, but yeah. uh, maybe not. They might even do Ross too as uh, as. Uh, well, that's the Thunderbolt. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You well, mean, I mean as the Red Hulk? As the Red Hulk is yeah. what I assume. Yeah. yeah, for sure. But like you um, could easily, you know what? You could easily change <gasps> that character too to be. Uh, the Red Hulk because they're 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 playing because there was there was a Hawkeye esque character there was there was definitely like a U.S. agent in the Dark Avengers mm-hmm. but there wasn't a Black Widow character in the Dark Avengers so they're just gonna do their the MCU version, version. of the Dark sure. Avengers right and and like I liked her character uh, I sure. liked how like I just liked how she was written uh, she was she was sarcastic and and kind of just downplayed in a way that I appreciated. Uh, she was a good foil for like the big bum yeah. shit that was happening around her. Um, the big, the big event at the end uh, was a little eye rolly, you know. Uh, as, as soon as the engine started exploding and everything started exploding and falling, blah, blah, the one thing that I can appreciate, I'll, I'll give them, I'll give them a, a big thumbs up for that, is not making me watch the, them falling out of the sky for any amount longer than they did. <laughs> when they were suddenly on the ground, I was just like, okay, good, we're done with the falling out yeah. of the sky thing, because uh, I was really worried that that was just going to be a lot longer. Um, and yeah, man. Otherwise, you know, not not a lot of complaints. Taskmaster was a little bit of a letdown because they had hyped me up on it. But again, this is mostly just um, saying, stop hyping me up on red herrings. You know, stop doing that. I don't. Yeah. I don't need it. I'm yeah. I'm not here for it. Just show me what you're going to show me. Don't. You know, there's no need to hype me up except for if you want to let me down. And so stop doing that. You know, you'll yeah. you won't let me down if you don't give me any expectations. Right. Stop giving me the expectations. I'm going to enjoy it regardless. Uh, and that's it, man. Uh, it was a little bit of like a weird kind of thing. So what would that- you say, like number wise, like seven out of ten, eight, you know, six out of ten, eight out of ten? Yeah, I'd I'd say as far as movies go, ten being the or Marvel movies go, ten being the top of Marvel movies. Yeah, say like I'd ten s- is like Ragnarok or Black or Black Panther. Yeah, the, the like shit that. that I really enjoy. Yeah, the top end. Uh, I I would give this a <laughs> I would give this like a six. Yeah. You know, like like as far as Marvel movies go. Probably average, if not a little below average. Yeah. Uh, but it was a Marvel movie. It was like Ant Man level fun. I, yeah. I went. I enjoyed myself. This was a good time. Uh, yeah. You know, when I first got out of this film, I actually liked it quite a lot. I was like, yeah, man, 
that is that is that was up my alley. Yeah, because it was then, like toned down Marvel, yeah. which is generally those space that you like to label. Right, like. but then it wasn't really like that was my. So like when I analyzed it more, I was like, you weren't toned down enough to be a toned down movie, and you weren't explosive high end enough to be one of the, like the big. Uh, Thor sort of movies right exactly like that so it's like this weird in between spot which is really bad for Black Widow I think in the long run specifically right it should be even lower tier like it should be even under Captain America level of fucking you know hype so like I like especially like the whole like exploding and like I thought like when I first watched it I was like okay this fighting in the sky stuff is kind of cool it doesn't go on too long like you pointed out but then I was like but it's not like, I know this is, like, silly of me, but if you're going to have, like, a lower scale force, like, you can't have dudes, like, like landing on the ground from, like, airborne heights and, like, not using, like, a... Sh- like, there was it, a lot of... There was a lot of... Black Widow should have died for that. Yes. Or, like, <laughs> yeah. broken her legs, seriously. E- like, easily, yeah. You, sure. like... Because it, I feel like they really, really fundamentally forget that she is not a power right. person. Right. And, yes. like... She's not a super soldier. As a person who's just done air assault stuff, like... You like repel wrong and land wrong, you break your knees. Like, and that's like from like a helicopter height, not like if you, you fall know. wrong ten feet, you're gonna break. Yes, your knees. Yes, yeah. yes, this is true. So, you know, it was it was definitely something that I didn't hate by any means. Although Taskmaster almost makes me. I'm so glad I was I was gonna borrow you this like six months ago or so because it was supposed to come out around the first movie, but then everything was delayed. They came out with a Taskmaster like five issue. Marvel comic book thing and oh, I bought cool. all of them yeah. and I was going to borrow them to you and I'm glad I didn't because they were like I didn't know that much about Taskmaster so I read this and I was like this is a cool fucking character he, oh, like he's God. very cool and like he wasn't in the movie yeah. so like that was definitely disappointing you know you know what it reminded me mm-hmm. of and you're going to laugh maybe it reminded me of the X-Men Wolverine you know the origins yeah, yeah 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 it reminded yeah. me of that deadpool sure. i get you yeah where like yeah, i can see that where like it's just like this silent robotic killer yeah. that everyone's just like oh and then it turns out to be nothing at all. <laughs> you know like well total letdown of a victory. and so here's the funny thing about taskmaster i didn't expect it to be anybody important like at one point i figured it was just gonna be a robot and like um, and then i was like I no, it was gonna I'm be hawkeye going into it and that that's what was going to See, I def- yeah. so like but I also didn't I know when this setting was supposed to take place. I, I thought it was going to be way earlier. Yeah, it's funny my old lady as she watched the last scene, she was like, "Oh, so she died in this movie?" And I'm like, "No, like you you forget cuz she forgets things sometimes." Oh, I'm sure. like, "You forget. She she actually died in Endgame." So yeah. this was I know it's weird, but this first part of the movie was taking place before Infinity War. If this, this would have come out like, a relatively around the time that this was supposed to be happening, yeah. as far as the continuity goes, you know, my, yeah. that would have been that would have made it better. Yeah, I think. You know, I, I wonder if they even filmed this scene that early though, because like I don't think you introduce Ju- Julia uh, Reese yeah, Dreyfus yeah. in this. Like, it feels much better that they introduced her in Falcon Winter Soldier, and now she's just a bit part in it i I don't know how this was filmed but you know what is the most disappointing thing about this movie to Uh, me uh. is that this was the start to the fourth phase rather than spider-man like spider-man being the cap on the third phase this movie should have been the cap on the third phase and Mm -hmm. spider-man should have been the first movie in the fourth phase whatever that's apart from the julia the post-credit scene yeah yeah, the uh, draft scene that's the only phase four setup agree moment agree so okay here's what my mentality is Fine. You did what you did. This next movie, Shang-Chi and the, and the Legend of the Ten Rings, better be solidly phase four. Like, it, sh- it better oh, be. I'm sure it's it, going to be. It better be two feet inside phase four. Yeah, I'm sure that's going to be the, the case. But, like, like I, I wouldn't even doubt if they, like, deal with some of the shit that, like, Falcon Winter Soldier dealt with, with, like, yeah. the people returning and shit like that. Like, I could yeah. easily see that. But we'll, Abomination's going to be this. You know, the thing, though, I will say is, like, the reason I had no expectations of Taskmaster is because the TV shows have taught me stop having stop, expectations. Yeah, for sure. Like I don't want to like I get, like I want to talk about like for a se- just for a second Loki right like because we're we're a day away from the last episode of Loki coming out. Yeah, it comes out and who do you think just just a spitball? Who mm-hmm. do you think is, is going to be the, the Wizard of Oz character? I don't know. I don't care. I do. I don't even want to think about it. Let me tell you who I think it's going to be. It's going to be Mephisto. Loki. Oh, yeah. It's just going to be another Loki that's at the end of this rainbow. At the the end of the TV. You know what, dude? That is a 
and in that is more clever for you than yeah. I would have ever given you credit for. Yeah, I like I one hundred percent now in my heart of hearts believe yeah. they're going to walk in and it's just Loki. Yeah, it's just another Loki that's yeah. going to be there. That's like going to be the first Loki, right? Exactly, yeah. some kind of thing like that, or it could even be the old man Loki that he didn't really die from that thing. You know, Who gives a shit. It's going to be some version of Loki. Loki. I'm willing to put money wow, on it. It's at Loki this point. for yeah. sure. Yeah. Like it's so like when we talk about it's it, it's so Loki. Obvious, it's, yeah, right? exactly. Yeah, like, yeah. like it's when you almost think, obvious. It, it, right, exactly, and only because of the other TV shows yes. and everything else exactly. that have been setting us up for like, yeah. don't stop like overthinking this shit, man. Like it's just going to be. Although if it's Mephisto, I will clap. Clap? Yeah, I'll clap. I'll stand up and I'll start clapping. It took three shows to get us there, dude. That w- I'd be so happy. I'd have a tear in my eye. Yeah, and he's like, I controlled all of this. You know, but Agatha, it's not like a I lot of the... Yeah, that. it's it's Mephisto and Agatha. Oh, my God, dude. Mephisto yeah. all the law. And they have like I, a yeah. singing I would start dancing in the ro- around the room. No, the, uh, <laughs> the idea that it's going to be Kang the Conqueror, yeah. that's your red herring. Yep. And then you're going to go into it and it's Loki. Sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, I hate to disappoint people, but that's my uh, uh, your you know, prediction. You can call me wrong if I'm wrong tomorrow, obviously, but I think I'm yeah. not going to be wrong. So, sure. like, I bet I, I don't bet money on a lot of things unless I'm sure of the bet, and I'd be willing to bet money on this thing. So, yeah. overall, yeah, I agree. Like, you know, what's funny is my number is pretty much dead on with yours, six out of ten. I figured that this is I'd have to like go back and like re rank them, but yeah. I'd probably put this at like twelfth or thirteenth. You know, like it's definitely mm-hmm. not as bad as some Marvel. Movies, in my opinion, sure. I'm a little bit more harsh on some of the mo- movies than you are. It's definitely not as good as many of the Marvel movies, though. So, yeah, like, your your six out of ten is a little bit different than my six out of ten because your spectrum goes from way, two to yeah. ten. Yes. Well, no, my spectrum goes from two to ten, but my two I feel like is is something that I like more than your two. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> you yeah, like sure. actively talk shit about the twos. Yes. I'm just like. Two for me, as far as regular action movies, is like seven. Two for me, like anything below, th- like three and below, like I'd rather they not made. Yeah, like that's yeah. kind of how I feel about it. Like, like, like for me, the, the lowest that. that it goes is um, is Hulk, the the first Hulk movie. Oh, that's a one. So I go all the way yeah. down to one. Sure, yeah. Because, that, and then yeah. whatever that one is a one too. Yeah, because my one is just the worst Marvel movie. Yeah, that's. Uh, yeah. But my one is still better than fucking Wonder Woman or Shazam. What a fucking clown show yeah. take that was. Like, yeah. literally, like, you, none you of you out seen there. His face. He, like, literally for a moment was speechless. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I had to pause for a second because I was like, this this bait just caught, caught, caught me. And I was like, all right, I'm not going to fall for it completely, but I'm half hooked. So... All right, guys. So that was uh, our coverage of Black Widow. Yeah. I hope you all enjoyed it. You know, we're going to be right down the pot with you with the Loki wrap up because we got those last two episodes to talk about. We were yep. fools before because we uh, had yeah, talked we about mis- it being we misspoke. Eight. Yeah, for yeah. Sure. So and I, I want to apologize for that. I'm, I'm blaming it on Jason. <laughs> you should blame it on me. I'm the one who usually does the research on stuff, and I read somewhere that it was eight. I did, and so I just went with that. It was actually six. So we should have done three and three. I apologize to everybody out there, but we will be covering the last two episodes, and we'll probably, you know, we'll make it fun anyway. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, expect that next week. That that should be out already. So yeah, our schedule. Yeah, so but I mean, yeah, it's going to be coming out, and then uh, for our regular cast, we have thirteen assassins coming for you next week. Man. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, baby. Uh, again, if you guys want to uh, support us, you can like this video if you listen to it on YouTube. Leave us a review anywhere. It turns out those are really important for the algorithm. Do you guys have, um, I don't know if you're in your neighborhood, you might have trash pickup by Waste Management. Go to their website, and they have like a comment section where you can send them a comment. Comment in the, on their <laughs> website about what you think about our <laughs> podcast, and then maybe someone in Waste Management will start listening. No, please don't do that. Uh, and also, if you guys want to support us directly, please visit patreon.com slash minoritiesreport, uh, and then you can help us there uh, make this thing a little bigger. Have an awesome week, guys. We'll see you next week for 13 Assassins. 